Welcome to Growing Potatoes Podcast, where we cover all things love, dating, and married life. We are your newlywed hosts, Keegan and Faith Von Atzigan. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Growing Potatoes. Comment below on our page and five star rate us. We love seeing your comments and we love knowing that you are listening. You're listening to episode 19. It's time for the spud moment. Our weekly spud moment here. Why don't you take it away, babe? Um, This one is a funny one. It's not necessarily Wait, a hold spud on. moment. It's been a while since we've explained a spud moment. Should we maybe say that? Sure. Okay, okay. So a spud moment, as you know, we are Growing Potatoes podcast. If you don't know why we're called Growing Potatoes, go back and listen to episode one. We give a whole rundown. Anyway. We stick with the potato theme and a spud moment is a story we share at the beginning of every single podcast that has either made us feel small or maybe we're telling someone else a spud moment and they felt very small. You're, it's basically a moment where you feel humbled and like ridiculous. Spud. Yeah, like a spud. Uh, yeah. And we are sharing those moments. Go back and just listen to the first 30 seconds of every episode and you'll hear our most embarrassing our moments. Stories. Yeah, it's bad. Well, we have another one. <laughs> this is from when we were tour guides for the um, Chinese exchange students that were coming to a school in California. It was a summer camp program. Yep. And so we got to take them places kind of like on little day trips um, when they weren't taking like little English courses and stuff like that. Um, and so we took them to uh, this place that was like a dinner and a show. It was, it was like, yeah, like w- a. What was it called? Oh my gosh! It the best way I could describe it is like medieval times, where you like go watch a small medieval kind reenactment. Of, yeah, while you're eating lunch. This and one was a pirate themed yeah, one. Yeah, it was a pirate one. Yeah, and we took them all in. This is like a group of about 30 kids um, around like third grade, I would say. Third yeah. to fifth grade. kind like of Like middle school. Maybe middle el- school, yeah. Late elementary. Yeah. And um, they didn't really speak English that well. So they had their teachers with them that were like kind of like translating a lot of the times and like corresponding with us. And so all of them we took to see the show, got them all seated in this one section. We were all together. And so this was like a really big uh, amphitheater. Yeah, kind of amphitheater surrounding kind of a round stage in the center. Um, and so there was like a bunch of other, it was like a summer field trip for every summer camp in the area. Yeah, so there was a, a bunch, bunch of other, of other kids there, all in the different sections of the theater. And they were kind of divided um up i i would say there's about four large groups there and we were one of like the really large groups um and so we kind of sat in a section that was uh dedicated to like a specific pirate so um, yeah there were in the in the play there was like three different pirates the red pirate the blue pirate and the green pirate and they were each like kind of like competing for this girl the, or yeah something. something like that and so they were all showing off and the red pirate goes to the left of the stage and shouts to one section of the crowd um 
It's the kids that were sitting in the red section. So basically, they just had this moment where they were having all the kids shout for their pirate and like they were going to kind of like reward the group that shouted the loudest for their pirate and the pirate kind of did like a backflip or something. <laughs> so he said, all for the red pirate and that section went, yeah. Yeah. And he like did they a flourish. really loud. And then the green pirate went to the middle of the stage into the middle section of the amphitheater and was like, all for the green pirate. And they were like, yeah. And then the blue pirate came over to our side of the stage where we were all gathered and he said, all for the blue pirate. And there was dead silence. Dead silence. Crickets. Just I think Keegan and I yelled a little, but we then were like, we were like, yeah. But oh, dang. None of no the, one knew what he said. None of the Chinese kids knew that he had called them out or in yeah. any way. And even like the pirate was like, come on, guys. Come on, like, guys. Yeah. And so they kind of had that happen multiple times throughout the show where they were like, cheer on your pirate. And like our section was dead just silent sad. every time. I felt so bad. I think our pirate did really bad in the show, too. <laughs> But that was a hilarious moment because we were just sitting in the back, like supervising all these kids. And we just and felt just, so bad. They're just eating their food, just like, oh, this is a good show. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. So, oh, man. Yeah, we have quite a few other spud moments from that experience. I know we've mentioned. If you're ever few. feeling low in life, at least you're not as low as the blue pirate was on that day. Yes, very true. <laughs> very true. Um, so, yeah um so we're talking about kids and our experience with supervising kids because our topic for today is kids more specifically our kids or our future kids who are probably listening to this episode someday in the future saying oh mom and dad they're thinking about us already because we have what is it babe we have baby fever baby fever that's what we have <laughs> Um, and so what are the, what are the symptoms of baby fever? Well, first let's say when this started, cause we honestly had baby fever, like the day we got engaged, like the second we got engaged, we were like, oh my what gosh, are we kids can talk look about like? kids. Yeah. So we just, we started talking about every little thing possible about children and we didn't really talk about it much when we were dating cause we felt like that was too far reaching for presumption yeah for us we talked about how many we wanted and made sure like we wanted Which close we, to we the same didn't amount agree on that yeah. i want three and faith wants four yeah i grew up with three he grew up with four i feel like three wasn't enough he was like four was too much so i don't know well i tell him we're gonna go for the third child and have twins and i'll end up having four kids so and i'm okay with that <laughs> And he also just wants everyone to fit in one car, which. <laughs> yeah. Everyone to fit in a Subaru. Yeah. So. And right now we kind of live in Amish country where everyone has a lot of kids. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but what um, if you were to diagnose baby fever, what would be the signs, babe? So we noticing. we looked at baby fever just to see, is there a concrete way we can just explain what our experience has been the past, what, two years? Yeah, yeah two years. So basically, what we found online totally diagnosed us correctly. We self-diagnosed, obviously. Um, 
And so one of the first ones was just you find yourself daydreaming about having a baby. That doesn't mean giving birth. I do not daydream about going into labor. <laughs> but just we see little kids, especially if they're little kids that could possibly look like our little kids yeah. bouncing around. I think the worst is at church. There's so many quarantine babies being born at our church right now. <laughs> There's so many toddlers. We just see little tiny kids everywhere and it's just, just so adorable i know instagram's bad too we i feel like we have so many friends that either gave birth in the past few years or like are pregnant and giving birth and so seeing their kids we're like oh my goodness and we i dream, want a little mini version of us we dream about the best names for our babies we, we have do. a list already and it's growing our list is growing we're gonna we, have to have twenty kids for all the names. That I we know, have. and the thing is, every name's so good. We don't want to like let it go to waste. Yeah, and we secretly plan what our baby's nursery is gonna no, look we, like. No, I don't think we do that. Do we not? I think we were. We went into that store that had all the baby stuff, and we were like, "Ooh, that would be nice." We do. We look at clothes every now and then, and we're like, "Ooh, that I would feel like be you cute don't actually." plan on decorations till you get pregnant but we definitely see things and we're like this would be adorable for little. well yeah we've definitely started thinking about like what theme we would want for like which the nursery is, which is what we haven't decided but we've gone through like but book you, themed and llama themed and ocean themed but you want vegetable themed right no i just want them to have vegetable uh toys that's vegetable it. toys but not vegetable themed room that's too boring um so yeah we definitely uh follow we definitely um have most of what the internet is saying the symptoms of baby fever um and we we get triggered and then we go back into moments of like oh we're fine we don't need a baby yeah yet anyway like we we feel most triggered when it's like we see a cute little child playing with their parents. And then when we hear, like, we were inside of H&M this weekend. And a and kid was <laughs> like, Mom, I want to go home. I've been here for hours. This isn't right. You promised we wouldn't be here long. Like I'm he was, hungry. He was screaming, and the security guy at the front was like, I can't take this anymore. He we came up like, to us and was like, I can't take Are you we guys like, okay with this? Are we ready to have a baby like screaming in in our on our shopping trips and everything like yeah are we prepared to handle this yeah and you you can discipline kids but you cannot control them sometimes they just they have a mind of their own and um they go from zero to a hundred very quickly but we still definitely have baby fever it, yeah, it pops up every now and then. Usually, one of us keeps the other in check with our with our dreams. So this episode, we just wanted to let you guys in on the conversations and the experiences that have been going on in our brain, because we um, every now and I honestly almost every day we're like, okay, should we have a kid? Should we have a kid? <laughs> should we have a kid today? <laughs> We tried to treat this by getting a pet. We did. We got a tortoise named Sandwich. 
And I it did soothe it for a while. He's the cutest little thing to watch. Just I'd say Sandwich got us through the holidays. We got him in like November. And like, I don't think we had much baby fever over the holidays. Yeah. Like we would just take watch care him. of him. Yeah. Bathe him. He's so cute. We love looking at him, but we quickly realized you can't snuggle with a tortoise. You can't really play with a tortoise. All you can really do is feed them and watch them. And like stay away from them. And bathe them. Because they don't like you close. (laughs) Yeah, they hide in their shell if you get too close to them or try to touch their face or anything. So... It's kind of like having a, a friend that's ungrateful for everything you do for them, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> or just that friend that's like... That sleeps on your couch and just does nothing. Well, yeah, it's like kind of antisocial friend. Like you're friends with them, but they only really talk to you when they need something from you. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sandwich has been good, but we are realizing that there's only so much love you can give a tortoise. Yeah. And it can give back to you. <laughs> and we just, we were like, okay, maybe we're just trying. Maybe we have baby fever because we want to take care of something. And so we got sandwich. We took care of sandwich. We we're got still a plant. taking care of sandwich. And yes, that's our next thing. It's like we, we started buying plants. And plants too, they take a long time to grow. Um, they don't they, really give they any feedback whatsoever. I mean, we love our plants but there's some people on Instagram that are like, plants are my babies. Plant- and I I get that, I guess, to an extent. But um, you can leave your plant for the weekend and go away. You know what I mean? And not have to have a plant sitter. Or like, I feel like in trying to soothe our baby fever, we did not find relief with our plants. Like some people might have. So the thing that we keep coming back to that um, kind of brings us down from the cliff of daydream, the thing that we keep coming back to that kind of brings us back from all this daydreaming is that we still feel like we are growing as a couple, as individuals, and we want to get better at being adults, doing life before we have to start teaching little mini me's how to do how to do life and we want to grow in uh in wisdom that's what we that's what we tell each other that we want to learn how to be good role models to our future kids yeah i remember sitting down us talking and being like we will shape the world view of an of a child like we will create the belief system and the manners and the behaviors and the um just wisdom and knowledge of a child like we will have to show them what truth is show them what lies are show them like just that whole responsibility is something we take very seriously and like um is very intimidating for intimidating for us to an extent yeah my whole life I've been realizing I'm slowly becoming my dad and it's kind of a wacky thought to realize that my son is going to slowly become me. Like I have never had that much influence and guardianship over anything or anyone. So it's a heavy responsibility that we are definitely choosing not to take lightly. Yeah. And children are just little sponges They're sponges, but they're also 
their own little thing at the squirt same guns. time. Yeah, they're sponges, they're squirt guns. One day, you know, they think they're a mermaid. The next day, they hate mermaids. Like, it's just, kids are very unpredictable. Kids have their heads in the clouds very often, but they're also extremely observant, extremely in tune with the um, emotions of the people around them. And um, I, I'm blessed to keep to I'm very blessed to have been able to work with kids a lot in my lifetime and lately um and that's one of the things I've noticed is that when I start working with little little kids again my baby fever usually calms down a bit because um I'm having to uh discipline them in an educational environment and guide them I'm a dance teacher so um you know teaching dance in a room, an empty room filled with a bunch of kids is like taming recess, you know, it's kind of a crazy adventure, but, um, yeah, we are in the process of learning how to soothe our baby fever until the appropriate time. And that's the whole reason why we kind of wanted to get on here and talk is just like, we wanted to, to talk about how we're creating or wanting to create the most stable and nurturing environment for um, our kids before they arrive. Just kind of how we were preparing for our um, marriage. We were trying to create um, the most stable trust between each other, um, reliability, you know, just comfort, vulnerability. We were trying to already foster and build a foundation for our marriage to be placed on. And so, um, like Keegan said, we're still growing as people. We're still expanding our knowledge. We're still, um, you know, trying to be in underneath a mentor and, um, observing the world around us. As you can see, our world is not very kid friendly right now. Um, and that's something we're definitely keeping an eye out for. Um, and so, we just feel like um, in creating the most stable environment, we're able to raise our children best in the future. And honestly, if you listen to episode one, that's the whole reason why we made this podcast was so our kids can go back in the future, listen to Growing Potatoes and get some relationship advice from their parents without us having to um, lecture them in person. You don't or... understand, mom. You were <laughs> never my age. You well, yeah, understand. why'd we get like 500 <laughs> listens on this episode? Huh? Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh? <laughs> so we just want to tell you that if you're having baby fever as a married couple, that's totally normal. We're having baby fever and we're learning how to manage it. We're not trying to get rid of it because... Honestly, we're both um, in the perfect prime baby-making age and health and oh, relationship. So it's just natural. Our biology wants to reproduce. It's part of who we are. Um, but we also are just trying to use wisdom. We're trying to um, set up our lives as stable as possible, such as owning a home, owning two cars that don't have debt, having student loans paid off, um, having being near family or being near an environment to where you know you'll have people to help you if you have to, one of you has to work full time. Um, I also 
there's a lot of like pregnancy podcasts that I've just been listening to because I'm interested in knowing all the biology, um, all of the reproductive science and um, everything like that. So I don't think there's anything wrong with prepping um, or just thinking ahead. We've already kind of started listening to some parenting material, um, even though, who knows, we could wait 10 years to have kids. We're very young, <laughs> and uh, which is nice. We still have like seven, eight years until we're in our 30s. So, yeah. But come what may, we know that it'll be a fun experience that we look forward to definitely oh yeah definitely i just like when you get married you will never be single again you're married for life the second you have a child you are a mother and father for life so we we want to sign up for that when we're ready to sign up for that yep Okay, so thank you guys for listening. We always end every single episode with a quote. So here is our quote for today. Yes, our quote is from Psalm 127, 3 through 5. And it says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. See? Quiver is full of them. Four kids, right? Yes. <laughs> that means eight kids. Yeah. Ten kids. Yeah. Well, we look we'll forward see. We look forward to when God gives us arrows in our quiver. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for listening this week. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.